0: Good evening, everybody. The fourth Sunday of Advent. We hear stories of two people separated by a thousand years. The story of David and the story of Mary. They were both beloved to God. They were both chosen unexpectedly. David, the youngest son of Jesse, was tending sheep, and Mary, a teenager, we don't know what she was doing right at that moment when the angel appeared to her. But they were both chosen for tasks that seemed beyond the capacity of human beings. The shepherd boy would become the king of Israel, and Mary, would give birth to the Son of God. David, David, David would become the most honored king that Israel ever knew. And Mary would birth, give birth to the promised king of the world. God's promise to David that we hear in today's first reading that the kingdom would last forever is in fact fulfilled through Mary a thousand years later. And it would be her son who would inaugurate the kingdom of God. A thousand years apart, David and Mary are connected by the same prophecy. I want to make very three, three very brief reflections upon these readings for us today as perhaps tomorrow evening you will come back to celebrate the event of our redemption. So first let me say this, the thing that impressed me about today's readings is how events that are a thousand years apart are connected, intimately connected, and it's something that human beings could not have imagined. David, the most successful king of Israel, wanted to build a house for God. And David's intentions were good and holy. But God tells David, That instead of David building a house for God, that God would build David a house. Now from the big picture perspective, little did David and his successor Solomon know that a thousand years later, God would use the same promise to speak to a humble virgin named Mary to build a completely different kind of house and a totally different kind of people. And this is what is simply baffling to me. How God's perspective is so broad and our perspective is just so little because we are limited human beings. So when we look at how God looks at history and how we look at history, what does this mean for us? Folks, globally, Christmas 2023 is turning out to be a rather tragic one. At this very moment, there is a brutal war raging in the very land where Jesus was born where he lived, where he died, and was resurrected. And perhaps we wonder. There are questions we have, but we can only give limited answers. We, like David and Solomon, and perhaps Mary, are constrained by the limits of our existence. We do not know why human history is progressing in the way way it is. But there is one thing we do know, that just like the prophecies to David and Mary a thousand years apart are intimately connected, that human destiny as a whole and our personal histories somehow are in the hands of a God who knows the big picture. That leads me to my second point. To believe that God's perspective is in fact in play in the world and in our personal lives is what we call faith. Because as we look at the world, there's enough for us to be discouraged about but to believe that somehow, I do not know how, but in somehow, that God's will is being played out, the ability to believe that is what we call faith. Faith, not only in God, but also in human history. Ultimately, even though David's intentions to build a temple did not materialize, David had to trust that God would accomplish what God had promised in God's time. Mary too at the Annunciation had questions. She asked, how can this be since I have no relations with a man? But somehow she had to believe that it would come true. Both David and Mary exercise what we call faith. They believed that a greater power is at work in and through them. They did not fully comprehend, they had questions, but they mustered the ability to believe that what was outside their control and comprehension is possible for God. When the angel said to Mary, for nothing will be impossible for God, Mary actually believed it. She just believed it. Today we are being invited to trust like Mary did, to believe like David did. And finally, we are a day away from Christmas. Folks, who in the world could have ever imagined that a child born in a stable and laid in a manger would change the call the call. To change the course of human history. If you had said the story to somebody, they would not have believed it. But that's what happened. And who could have ever imagined that this powerless child would change the course of human history. So a day before Christmas, I'm suggesting that we focus on our ability to believe. Are there areas in our life that we are finding Difficult to accept? Are there areas in our life where we are finding it difficult to find God? As we look at the past and realize God's unimaginable work in human history and in our individual lives, could Mary's prayer become ours? May it be done to me. May it be done to us according to your word. I'm suggesting that a day before Christmas we focus on that kind of faith and that on Christmas day we take that kind of faith to the manger. Who could have ever imagined That humble bread and simple wine would become the very real presence of Christ. Who could have ever imagined that this is a possibility? As we bring bread and wine to the altar, let us bring our life before God. And who knows what God can do? Let us pray that as we participate in this bread and wine that our faith and our trust in God will become like that of David, like that of Mary. May we be able to say, may it be done according to your word. People of God, say